The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, reduced speed limits are moving a step closer as the Cabinet uh, today approved the publication of new legislation, uh, or rather a new bill that they hope will become legislation in that regard. So people might remember there was a review that recommended default speed limits be lowered. So from 50 to 30 in built-up areas, from 100 down to 80 for national secondary roads, and then from 80 down to 60 on rural and local roads. This uh, with a bid to reducing road deaths and injuries by 50% by the end of the decade. Independent TD uh, for Kerry, Michael Healy Ray spoke to the gang on News Talk Breakfast. He's not a fan. Uh, so that, um, Michael Healy Ray, um, suffice to say, uh, uh, not a fan, um, uh, speaking to the lads this morning uh, on News Talk Breakfast. Uh, Brendan Kelly is Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College Dublin, and he joins me now to talk a little bit about uh, this, because, Brendan, what we're talking about is moderating behaviour, isn't it? I mean, if you had a, a a guard standing on every street corner in the country, this would be fairly uh, simple, but that's that's not the case. So you're you're asking people to moderate their own behaviour, or you're trying to moderate it for them. That, is that a fair description of what's happening? Yes, yes, it is. I mean, if everyone drove more slowly or at the extreme didn't drive at all, then obviously the rate of fatality and uh, uh, road traffic accidents would plummet. We know that driving slower produces fewer accidents and they're not as serious. The question is, does reducing speed limits result in people driving more slowly? And as the report outlines, and it is an evidence-based report, um, it you know, reducing limits does reduce driving speed and there is um, good evidence of a reduction in the number and severity of crashes as a result. But you're absolutely right, Kieran, because driving is a very complex behaviour involving some reasoning and planning, but some impulsivity and emotion, but perhaps most of all, habits. And I think changing habits on the road is probably key to this and uh, changing speed limits would be part of that, but is by no means enough on its own. So how do you change people's habits? What's effective? Carrot or stick? Ah, well, carrot is always more effective than stick, uh, but usually a mix of both is needed. So, I mean, w- one of the one of the strongest bits of evidence is that if you change speed limits, it does need to be accompanied by a fairly comprehensive public education or information program that explains why this is good. In other words, making people want it. In other words, moving towards the carrot as much as feasible and away from waving the stick. So, in countries that have had these sort of multimedia campaigns about why the limit is being reduced, you do find that uh, the average speed of travel declines. And, you know, this is what happens. Mm. There's an evidence base for this. I mean, people can have emotional reactions to these kinds of changes, but this is an evidence-based approach that shows, you know, with slower driving, Kieran, there's a much better reaction time to the unexpected, reduced stopping distance. There's more visibility. You can see what's going on. And, you know, interestingly, if you're going more slowly, you're less likely to nip through that amber light towards the end of its amber period. So a lot of benefits there. Um, In terms of the stick, um, fear of enforcement uh, is probably as effective as enforcement, is it? I mean, if if I never get done for speeding, if I'm I'm constantly in fear of being done for speeding, I'll obey the speed limit. 
Yeah, it's really belief in enforcement. Belief. You know, that if, if people believe that it will be enforced, because, again, there is some research about this. Is it just pure waving a stick? Is it fear? Um, and there is a bit of that, a fear, you know, that, that you'll be ticketed or, or get uh, penalty points or some such. But there's also a slightly different belief. In other words, that there's equality, that other people get caught and you might get caught too. That's, that's tapping into a sort of a feeling of mutuality, mutuality, which is a little bit different to fear. And the evidence is that if you believe that you, on an equal basis with others, would be ticketed for speeding, then you know, you're less likely to do so. Because it's not just the stick. It's a feeling that a kind of we're all in it together sort of an approach. Brendan Kelly, Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College, Dublin. Brendan, a happy Christmas and thanks a million uh, for speaking to us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.